Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hideous Laughter Podcast. If you have not listened to our brand new show, Bestow Cursed, yet, you should go on, check it out. We have three episodes already out, and the next one comes out tomorrow. So for those of you who have been waiting for that next episode, the fourth one, it does release tomorrow, June 18th, on its own feed. So hop on over there enjoy. And if you do enjoy it, go ahead, leave us a review, tell your friends, tell everybody. That's about all I have for the intro this week. So with that, I'll welcome you to episode 149, Drown Periscope. liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 149 and we're beneath the waves this time. We are under the sea. This will this will date this episode a little bit, but uh, it's bestow curse Eve. Yes, it is. <laughs> everything's ready to go. Ready to launch at midnight. Exciting. Happy Eve. Happy Eve. It's like I'm waiting to open my presents on Christmas morning and see what those iTunes reviews look like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably bad. We'll see. Dog Hopefully shit. not. <laughs> Let's hope not. So today we have a Patreon beverage. Emily, you want to grace us with what this is? I can oh. smell it from here. Uh, unfortunately, we are drinking a Nebraskan cocktail suggested by the Hora. This is corn syrup, vodka, corn milk, ginger beer, cayenne, salt, and some fresh cracked black pepper. Oh, is that why it looks like it's dusty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's from the seasonings. This is foul. It, well, they didn't dissolve well. No, not at all. It smells very much so like corn, but then you can also like feel the burn of the alcohol in it as well. Mm-hmm. It's not pleasant. <sighs> I'm really not looking forward to this. All right, cheers, folks. Cheers. 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 Nope. Oh, that's that's really not good. It's not that as is, bad as I thought it was going to be. It's sweeter than I thought it would be. Sweeter than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's that's pretty the, bad. It's pretty bad. The cayenne pulls a lot of weight. Really, I'm not getting a ton of cayenne. I'm getting like a fuck ton of burn. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I got the cayenne cup. Yeah, that's probably vodka. No, it's like burn, burn. Oh, not vodka burn. Oh, this is this is like gross. Is this safe to drink? Yes, I prepared it in a food safe manner. Oh, it's like. Poof. Mm. <sighs> 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 yeah, this is the worst one in a while, I think. Yeah, this is setting me back. We've had some reasonable <sighs> drinks come through the poll, yeah, uh, and then there's this one. What is this horseshit? Hmm. It's Nebraskan horseshit. I'm refunding your Patreon money, the horror. I don't want to associate <laughs> with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I. I think I'll never go to Nebraska. I I think I will die before going to Nebraska. And I'll be okay with that. It gets worse the more you drink. 
Yep. yep. Can you can you explain what's in it? I don't know if we did that. Yes, did I we? did. I was sorry. I was blocked out my the own pain. thoughts. <laughs> and ha- how are you doing over there, Haley? You had a pretty visceral reaction to it. Yeah, you've been. Kind I of haven't been. Over. I haven't been able to actually take a drink because the smell in the room is so pungent Ugh. that I've literally I have gagged now four different times since we started recording. It's and I like, uh, feel like I feel like I'm making progress, and I'm not. I already finished mine. It's a free oh, cool. feeling. I got, I got a cayenne hit. Yeah, there you go. It the room does smell like it you just corn. opened a can of corn. Mm-hmm. Which like I never thought. Way. Yeah, I never thought the room this would smell is... like this. But it smells like lunchroom corn. Mm, yeah, it gets so much worse at the bottom. Yeah, Brooks, just, despicable you are at the bottom. Really moving. Oh God, we had some movers and shakers it's, in this room. It's because. My Ooh. stomach is I just, not I, I where it should be. I need to finish it so I can't if, smell it for the rest of the episode. If I put it in my mouth, it will end up on the microphone, and it will be a tapeworm all over because I can't smell it without gagging. So, I really gotta close those nostrils. Yeah, yeah. Plug, plug your nostrils. Am I am I second here? I finished mine. It was through and through a bad experience. I'm I'm already That's getting heartburn. It's already starting to happen. It's absolutely horrible, but the flavor is covered nicely by a nice Christmas pickle beverage. (laughs) Fucking horrendous. How? How do you have another one of those? This is the last one, I promise. I don't believe you. (laughs) I don't believe you. Uh, Yeah, does anybody else have a sidearm? I'm, I'm having a truly fruit punch. I'm really hoping it like it hits me like a punch in the mouth so that I can get rid of this. I, I, I'm drinking one of those as well. I like them a lot. Yeah, the, the fruit punch is pretty good. Fuck, that's was bad. Oh, the fruit punch does do a good job of cleansing the palate, just overpowering everything with sweetness. Well, um, that might have ruined my week, but <laughs> I think we need to roll off and pray that nobody gives us something like that again. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to veto any corn-based beverages. Yeah, corn, like weird creams, just enough. Fuck me. Natural one. Oh. Wow, I got a two. I got a five. I got a lucky 13. 18. All right, it's me. There's a corn beverage on there. I just won't drink it. I just won't do it. That's fair. I will tear the show. I will turn the show around before I do that. We'll go back to book one. Ugh. Oh boy. Okay. Wow. Well, let's get this started now that the we have a really good energy in the studio today. <laughs> so when last we left our heroes, they had cured their madnesses and descended in Horace Croon's submersible to the turn rocks. As they descended, it got darker and darker and darker and darker until it started to lighten up and they saw these like biodomes at the bottom of the lake, at the bottom of the turn rocks, they were giving off illumination. Doing some scans and sweeps with the trident, the party realized that something big was quickly approaching in the water. And that's where we find ourselves. So I want to paint a picture here. You guys are in this tiny submersible. All of the medium-sized creatures in here are squeezing. It's cramped, it's hot, it's sweaty, the air is getting stale. You cannot see outside unless you shutter the lantern, putting Matumbe in complete darkness. 
But if you don't have the lantern on, you can see out into the water and around you. Air Bear, I think you poked your head out. Just enough to see. Sure, so you poked your head out of the bottom. Again, this, this submersible is kind of a bell, and there's a hole at the bottom that allows you to enter and exit. And it also, because of the way the descending thing full of air works, it, it keeps the air in the in the kind of open machine. You stick your head out the bottom, and with the helmet on, you can see a great distance. You see about 200 feet away a quickly approaching squid-like creature. It's red and black. I guess in this darkness, you can't really tell that it's more than like a light shade and a dark shade, and it appears to have barbs on its tentacles. It's got this like cruel look about it. Even at this distance, you can see it looks angular. And it kind of stops there for a moment. And I need everybody to roll initiative. So would you say it's dark? I would certainly say it's dark, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, what'd you get? 18. Clips. 18. I rolled 15 and then another 15. How about Freya? 11. She's 11. very uncomfortable with the squeeze situation. Matumbe. 15. Or bear. I'm going to complete the uh, sequence here with a 16. Okay. That puts Eclipse at the top. A rare occurrence. That's weird. Well, at the top of you guys, anyway. Air Bear, you watch as this creature jets past you. It's it's underneath you, and this just big, dark shape goes all the way beneath you. As you're looking down, you see it, and one of its eyes just, like, turns towards you, and it, like, looses its tentacles from, from this jet, and you see this jagged beak and it almost seems like it sneers at you like it it has some kind of intelligence but the creature moves 40 feet past hmm we're gonna use the devil for this creature next in the order is eclipse tell you what I'm glad I didn't just drink that drink and then go in this bell because the burps <laughs> would be something <laughs> Bell would smell like a full corn maze. Oh. Be closer to a hayride, I think. Yeah. <laughs> hayride to the bottom of Lake Incarthen. I am not helpful underwater. So the only thing that I would like to make sure I understand, and Griffin, I've looked this up a couple times, but I want your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. I have a spell called Versatile Weapon. And I can transform the physical makeup of a weapon as I desire. This spell functions like greater magic weapon, except that it subtly alters the physical properties of a weapon, enabling it to bypass damage reduction of one of the following types. Bludgeoning, cold iron, piercing, silver, or slashing. The affected weapon still inflicts damage of its normal type, and its hardness and hit points are unchanged. Do you think that would help at all? No. Okay. So the issue is the line that says it still inflicts damage of its normal type. That's what I figured. I mean, it could bypass piercing, but I, I just don't, I don't, it doesn't say anywhere that it makes it a piercing weapon or it makes it a slashing weapon. Right. Such a shame. 
okay, I know what I'm going to do. I am prepared for this. I know what I'm doing. I am going to use one point of mental focus. And I am going to make my battle axe seaborn. Seaborn? Yeah, it's a rare one. People yeah, don't tell me what that see. is. So seaborn is a ability that can only please some melee weapons. So we got that check. Um, it functions easily in watery environments. With a weapon in hand, the wielder gains a bonus on swim checks equal to twice the weapon's enhancement bonus. In addition, the wielder does not take the normal penalties to attack and damage rolls imposed by being underwater as if I was subject to freedom of movement. Oh, that's awesome. Ooh. That's fantastic. Uh, and so I'm going to cast that and then I'm not going to move because I'm going to look Freya, look at Freya dead in the eyes. I can hit, but I definitely can't breathe. Okay. Air Bear, you're up. I don't think I'm gonna get out. I I think, I think delaying at this time might be better until it gets closer to the bell. I guess that's what we're calling it. You are ready in action. And the, the issue with delay is it's already gone this round, so you're just going to waste your turn this round. That's a good point. Yep. Then I'll just ready in action to to jump in when when it gets within 10 feet. Matumbe. All right. As a seven foot one tall, <laughs> 341 pound man, Matumbe is in slightly cramped conditions in this diving bell, and I've got several problems I need to solve. I cannot breathe underwater. I cannot effectively attack underwater. I do not have a swim speed. And once I get outside of this thing, I cannot see anything without any sort of light. <laughs> so, time to get to work. Matumbe is going to uh, draw a wand that I picked up a long time ago. One of my just utility wands. This is on my spell list. He's going to touch it to himself and cast freedom of movement solving one of my four problems <laughs> now you can attack nice Freya Freya heard what Eclipse was saying and she is just smushed in here in between uh, Matumbe and Eclipse and she pulls out a wand and she's going to hold the wand to Eclipse's throat and then she's going to hold her other hand up to Matumbe's throat and she casts water breathing, splitting it between the two of them so they each get five hours of being able to breathe water. And she says, I think it's time for you to go. Uh, explain to me the logistics of you reaching Matumbe's throat. Well, I'm kind of hunched over. Oh, okay. So down on her level. <laughs> now. You're going the hunch. Okay. Well, we're all uh, smushed together, right? Matumbe is actually the periscope. Out the top. Uh, <laughs> I guess she can just grab his ankle if need be. So we got some water breathing. You pulled out a wand and cast. So that's your turn. Mm -hmm. The creature uses its standard action to finish what it had begun. And those of you with dark vision can see out the windows three fiendish looking sharks surround the submersible. Each of them is going to start attacking at the armor plating of the submersible. Oh, dear. Ooh, one crit. 
I absolutely do not. And confirms because these things don't have great AC. As in submersibles? The submersible does not have great AC, believe it or not. Hmm. mean like a five? <laughs> I do mean like a five. So the first two sharks. If things ever get really bad, I guess I could take my of, potion of gaseous form that I've had for, I don't know, what feels like years at this point, and just float away forever. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could sink. <laughs> That's always an option. <laughs> One of the two sharks starts actually tearing away at the submersible. You feel, you hear it creak, and you can feel the impact of this final shark just driving into the side. Oh. Psst. A small leak forms as this shark slams into the side of the submersible, critically hitting it, uh, and you hear the sound of teeth scrape against metal. The creature then swims below all of you, so it's below the submersible, about 20 feet. Eclipse, you're up now. Eclipse can breathe, and she can move. It's time. I'm going to... Where, which, one, which one of these uh, fine sharks did the most damage? The one to the... Uh, if Brooks is north, the one to the west. The one that's actually a shark mini. <laughs> Would like to exit and then swim to it, I guess, and attack. Sure. Natural 20. Oh. Nice. Again? Let me just make sure these guys don't have reach. It is going to AOO at you. Okay. Because you had to swim up to it because it's large Bring creature. Oh, uh, okay. That's a 25. Meets beats. Blood in the water. It's 14 points of damage. So shark just chomps at you. Oh, that was not very nice of it. All right, I'm going to see if I can confirm my natural tw- Did you roll a natural one? I did not. <laughs> okay. Does a 22 hit? It does. Oh, good. It's a summoned creature. Okay. That, you know, if I would have read into contacts clues, that would have made sense to me this whole time. It would have. (laughs) Since you said fiendish. 30 points of damage. It's gone. Perfect. Leave me there, because I am now floating by myself as a target, I'm sure. Hey, you had water breathing. Yeah. What's your swim? You gotta make a swim to get there. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's a plus twenty-four. Oh yeah, you you make it. Without yeah, I was gonna say. To roll. Sorry. Stormy water is twenty. Yeah. So. No, you're good to go. I didn't realize it was so high. Oh yeah, it's very in, impossibly high. Uh, Air bear, <laughs> you're up next. All right, I Air bear leverages himself somehow from the edge of this submersible and pushes off the bottom and launches toward the southernmost shark. And while he is uh, underwater, he'll, he'll just mumble something you, you guys can't hear. It's, it's a water bottle bubble underwater and you guys are in the submersible or outside anyways. 
Clever way to not have to come up with dialogue. <laughs> Activate my challenge. Challenging the shark. That's correct. Okay. How many challenges a day do you get? I don't know. I don't that, think that that is the right call. I'm not trying to play your character, but it's a summoned AC character. And hit points, yeah. It's summoned. I killed it with 30 with hit points. With 30 hit points. All right, you guys talked me out of it. Oh, wait, that wasn't even... I didn't even... Oh, I didn't confirm the crit. You did confirm the crit. Oh, I did. Yeah. I didn't oh, do well. crit damage. <laughs> not like it mattered. I did regular damage. It's that corn juice. Got, got us all slow and dumb. No kidding. Really just ground our thinking processes to a halt. In case anyone is interested, I would have done another 28. Wait. Aren't you an X3 crit? Oh, <laughs> corn juice. Corn another, juice. Corn juice got her. At 28, and then another 27. Okay. She's in the clutches of big corn. Well, I rolled a natural 16. Okay. Bring it to a 30. So yes, then I'll, I'll confirm that crit. Only 21. 21 confirms a critical. Cool. You know, just for just for everybody's sake, I'm just going to give it to you since these guys are summoned. Their AC is 14. Yeah, so I realize like, now that I shouldn't go by Whoa. them. Most of you just don't roll a one. <laughs> All right, well, that did 31. That kills another shark. Look, look, we got we to gotta go to the big guy. Yeah, but grappling doesn't sound that fun. Being grappled doesn't sound That's fun. That's correct. But, like, we're the heavy hitters. Yeah. Matumba, you are up. Don't worry. I got submersible <laughs> covered. Griffin. It's the water. Sinks like a rock. <laughs> Griffin. All right. We've sprung a leak. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Can I make a knowledge engineering check? Yes, you can. All right. Cool. <laughs> Listen, enemies are melting. I got to focus on what I can do well. Just... All right. Uh, 29. Yeah, with a 29, you'd say the submersible has sustained about a tenth of its hit points and damage. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, and and this leak is a result of that. Uh, you really think that uh, the area that needs to be protected is the hose that connects you to the surface. That's probably not as durable as the copper plating all around the... Mm. Got it. Okay. Is the leak a flavor leak? It's a flavor leak. Okay, it's cool. not doing anything. Just making sure. Yeah. It's it's actually, it's it's just pouring right into the center hole, and I don't know oh, how that works thematically, <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> Oh, geez. Okay, cool. So I've checked off two of the problems that I need to solve to be effective. To be clear, if I go out of here, I can't see anything, right? Yeah, you're. it's it's like pitch black, deep water. All right. So Matumbe casts light on his book and um, draws it while jumping out the hole. All right. Geronimo. Kerplunk. So are you moving down? Yes. Freya. Don't you have an underwater crossbow? I do have an underwater crossbow. Unfortunately, though, when I was looking into it further, I can only fire it once a turn, and it doesn't do a ton of damage because I'm not built to fire a crossbow. <laughs> it's like honestly taking the minus two and having the damage is better and using my warhammer. Uh, and just so I'm aware of where everyone is, on the map right now, the main intelligent 
octopus creature is not actually right next to the summoned creature. No, it is okay. 20 feet 20 down. Feet down. Okay. Uh, before going into combat, Freya is going to cast freedom of movement on herself as her standard action. And then as a move action, she is going to exit the submersible. Okay, where are you moving? She's going to stay up. So her next, her target, and during during that move, she'll draw her war hammer so that she's ready to attack the summoned shark that is right next to the submersible. Sure. So she's not going as far down as Matumbe went. That makes sense. The creature is going to swim up diagonally to be level with three out of the four members of the party. It's not going to be that far away. It's going to be diagonal so that it can catch Eclipse and Air Bear in a line. Oh, no. Am I hiding behind the submersible? Uh, you get a plus two to your reflex save. Make reflex saves, please. Okie doke. Mine is Doom and Gloom. Okay, what you got? 13 with hey. a natural one. That's a fail. Ooh. It is. I have a 17. Unless it's somehow affecting. Okay. Well, it was doom and gloom. <laughs> a lightning bolt strikes out at no! the two of you, doing thirty-one points of damage. Let's get a big old zap. Angry. And then what happens is, as a swift action, the creature bursts a cloud, covering everything in a twenty-foot radius of it. So, in essence. You can't see. Eclipse, you actually get hit by this cloud. I need you to make a fortitude save. Fucking. Is it a disease? No. <laughs> 31. Okay, 31. You do not. Nothing happens to you. Good. Except for the fact that you can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, this is an effect like deeper darkness. Actually, no, it's more, it's more like a fog cloud. Okay. You're just not going to be able to see anything unless it's five feet away from you. And it extends and they're five feet past you. Pretty cool. Don't like it. Eclipse, it is your turn. This darkness, it actually, it, it gets in your mouth and stuff. It tastes like blood. That is unfortunate, Griffin. It is unfortunate. So there's no way that I can try and see? There's not really a good way. I mean, I could ready an action or I could actively work to make myself a little bit stronger. I could buff myself for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with buffing myself. So I'm going to cast a spell on my weapon called Browgasher. We'll see if you do. Oh, no. You feel through the water just a... You're flat-footed to this attack. Does a 22 hit it? No. Okay. But you definitely feel the water past you. Oh, no. All right. So I cast the spell. My shark attacks Freya. I missed him. Okay. Does a 26 hit? That's high. Mm-hmm. For a little summoning guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I doubt a 21 hits. No, that does not. Okay. It doesn't confirm it's critical. Ooh. However, it is smiting good. Oh no! How could it? I did hear fiendish sharks earlier. Yeah, I guess. Get a little <laughs> devil horns on him. He's got a little devil in him. <laughs> I 
I should have smited evil. That's 20 points of damage. Ouch. Now it is your turn. All right. Or sorry, now it is Air Bear's turn. Oh. I'm all over the place. The corn juice has me. It's in his clutches. Air Bear, you're up. All right. Air Bear is going to swim to the other shark uh, underneath the sub- submersible. And as he is just about underneath the submersible, he's going to call out to Eclipse and uh, as best as he can. Say, yeah, you can't uh, uh, see her. Yeah. If you can, Eclipse, is, come this way. There is uh, no ink cloud. So does the helmet of underwater action allow you to speak underwater? It, or does it just functions like, as a life bubble. You just said a couple so, turns ago yeah. that you couldn't speak underwater. I was much further away, and uh, you guys are now. I feel like it's much underwater. harder to hear, Wait, even me? with a life bubble. Yeah, you know it's hard to hear from. Uh, I'll allow it. From that much water in between. You have no choice, I'll allow Steve. It. Clips has water in her ears. Sorry. Twenty-four. Twenty-four hits. And these these are versatile slashing, piercing, right? Yes, they are. Okay, sounds good. Oh, and uh, I guess in order to swim over there, I have a plus 17 swim check. Yeah, you're fine. So, yeah. You're good. 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage. It's still up. Batumbe. Cloud just appeared before you. Friends are toe-to-toe with a big old shark. That's correct. I would also like to hit the shark. Our map's a little confusing here. I have freedom of movement on, which says I, I did a little Googling. It looks like I automatically succeed my swim checks with that. I can just like kind of swim up to this thing and hit it. Sure. Or let's be real. Try to hit it. If you miss <laughs> it. Uh, you really need to hit I mean, it's it's a natural one would would miss it. If you miss it, I'm taking away your bad boy privileges. That's not a very bad Oof. boy move. I mean, bad boys I would take say chances. I would say it's pretty bad boy for Matube to jump into the water that he's completely unequipped for. But uh, you know, th- that's fine. Natural 19. Natural 19, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you hit it. Mm, seems pretty bad boy of him. All right. I just imagine, like, Shaq with the with the pool floaty, like, the, the water wings. And Absolutely. The, and <laughs> That's what freedom of movement does for him. He grows floaties and a little ring around his waist. You know, I bet at most pools he doesn't have to worry about floaties because he's so tall he'd be able to touch the bottom anyways. Yeah, you'd think like the deep end's not really that deep for him. It's the reason he never learned how to swim. Wow. <laughs> for the, for the imagery to work for me, Shaq needs to be wearing one of those shower caps, even though it doesn't make sense because he doesn't have hair. Well, I think that was a thing in uh, Kazam that <laughs> he was showering with a shower cap on. All right, I got I got 13 points of damage here. Uh, 13 finishes it off. Sweet. Thunk. Yes, and shark. with that freedom of movement, my bludgeoning damage does all the damage. So. Yes, I, I figured. Next to the order is Freya. Freya can see this cloud floating in the water, but she doesn't have anything that can combat a cloud of ink. So what she does instead is uh, move up uh, five feet, so she's kind of like right on top of, right over Matumbe, higher up in the water, and she stores her war hammer, and then she's just going to glower into this cloud of ink, and 
radiate an aura of menace. So she has a 30-foot aura of menace, um, and it's a minus two to AC and attacks and saves, as long as it's within 30 feet of her. Okay, so for the record, if you're five feet above Matumbe, you are, in essence, 15 feet lower than Eclipse and the creature. Oh, I didn't realize they were so high up. And you can't see the creature. That is correct. So the creature doesn't know where your aura is, but you don't really know if your aura is affecting the creature either. That is true. All right. It is the creature's turn. I would like to ask a question, and I should have asked this at the very beginning, and I feel really dumb for not, but it's it's a lake. But is this salt water? It's fresh water. Okay. Damn. Okay. The creature is going to move just slightly above. So it's going to move 15 feet to the south and five feet up, and it's going to force a reflex save for Eclipse and Freya. Up is in like towards yeah, the surface? Yeah, yeah, okay. towards the surface. So technically now it is five feet above the bottom of the sub. I cannot roll above a five tonight. So that is a 12 unless it's a spell or spell. Big ol' fail. 19? Meets beats. Poof. 39 points of damage. Jesus. Or uh, 19 points of damage have. As you both get zapped. Freya and, I mean, Eclipse, you see what direction it comes from. You can't really make make out, like, how deep into it it is, but you know, like, this is coming from, like, above you diagonally down, I'll say. Uh, Freya, you see, like, the angle at which it exits the cloud indicates that it's, like, higher up than Eclipse and further in. It is Eclipse's turn. This just sucks. I can't see it, so I can't do much. But has has the cloud moved? The cloud doesn't move. Okay. I am going to go out of the cloud. I'm going to go to the other side of the submersible. You don't get swung at. Great. And then as a clip- So you don't have a swim speed, so you can only move half speed. Oh, I'm double moving. Oh, you're double moving, so you can move 20 feet. Yep. Sounds good. I am double moving because at this point, it just doesn't make any sense to stay by the cloud when if we lure it out of the cloud, maybe I can actually see it. I do appreciate where your head's at. I would posit, though, that this thing can see through the cloud if it was able to create a line between you and Freya. I agree that it can see, but if we don't disperse and if it... Right. Unless it just has enough range spells to keep pop shotting. That's what I'm worried about, yeah. Yeah, it's just I can't... We can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Oh, this thing is casting spells, though. Could we do some sort of a check to know if this could be dispelled by dispel magic or if it's like, an ability of the creature? Yeah, you'd have to actually make a knowledge check on the creature. I have not seen the creature yet. Anybody else with knowledge arcana could make a check. I will do that right now. Okay. 18. 18. Five on the die. 18 gets you nothing. Yeah. How did you not see the creature when you ex? Oh, because you don't have dark vision. No, you, I, you were I, right well, next I, to it. Light, you literally that only I, gives him three. I keep oh, okay. light. Yeah, but I don't think it was close enough at that point. But you dropped to the bottom. It would have been close. 
you dropped to the bottom and it was within it was oh, yeah, within remember 30. when we yeah. were like when we were like oh i dropped down and it it was yeah, within so range yes yeah. yeah, so you would have seen it so in your turn you can make a check okay but now our bear is up he saw what eclipse was doing and is going to uh, take after her lead and be i guess it i think five move five feet up to be at the very bottom of the submersible. Yep. So long as we are not in a line. Correct. <laughs> so you're just moving? Yep. And like... But you're, I mean, that's like a five foot step for you because you have a swim speed. And then if it gets close enough, I will ready in action to attack. Okay. Matumbe. Knowledge Arcana then? Yep. Oh, boy. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's kind of what we needed right now. This is potentially my highest knowledge check yet at a 49. 49. Whew. That's a pretty good check. Five questions. Is there something I don't know? <laughs> Sing is a lot. Uh, I'm going to roll. Right. I'm going to roll like the knowledge local stuff into this because the check was so good. Sure. All right. Special defenses right away. Special defenses. It has energy resistance to cold. That's 10. It has... Honestly, that's about all of its special defenses. That's fine. That's, you know, if you don't get a lot of information from a question, that is still actually information. You know, you can use your things. All right. It's in this cloud. The cloud's not moving. Give me some senses. Senses... It can see in the cloud, obviously. Um, that seems apparent <laughs> as you as you look. It's got uh, sixty foot dark vision, otherwise. But that is it. Okay. No, oh, it also has low light vision, if that matters. Yeah, probably not. Um, Usually doesn't. But no, it doesn't. All right. Well, I guess it was slinging spells. What would be a good question to learn more about that? Is that could be spell like abilities, I guess, or special abilities? Special abilities. Pulling the room here. It is. Oh, sorry. I I um I missed this, and it makes sense. It has the monster special ability see in darkness, so it can see in deeper darkness. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you could figure out if it's casting spells, like if this uh, cloud is a spell that could be dispelled, or if it's just these are its abilities that it can shoot lightning and eject ink that would be helpful as well uh, let's start with the special abilities if this doesn't get what we want I can get more specific sure special abilities the one that you're wondering about is called unholy blood a devilfish's blood is infused with fiendish ac- fiendish magic once per day is a swift action it can emit a night black cloud of this foul liquid filling a 20 foot radius cloud if underwater or a 20 foot radius burst on land in water, the blood provides total concealment for everything but a devilfish, which can see through the blood with ease. The blood persists for one minute before fading. Anyone who enters a cloud of the blood in the water or is, who is within the area of the burst of blood on land must make a fortitude save or be nauseated. Ooh. The save is made once per cloud. So, like, if one of you pursued into the cloud, you'd have to make that save. Eclipse is already saved for the cloud. Sure. Um, on top of that, the creature is aquatic, as you can probably <laughs> determine. 
it has a poison when it bites you. And it's got an ability called Savage Bite. This is an extraordinary ability. Devilfish can attack with its Savage Bite whenever it makes a successful grapple check. This attack is in place of any other action made with a successful grapple check. The bite threatens a critical hit on a roll of 18 to 20 and injects the target with the poison. The poison does strength damage, is six rounds, once per round for six rounds, and the cure is two consecutive saves. Ouch. Beyond that, I'll give you this. Mm -hmm. It's a sorcerer. So if you want to start asking about that kind of stuff, you can. If you want to start asking about special attacks, you can. Yeah, the... That's where I was going. What's what's its sorcerer deal? So it is a aquatic blooded sorcerer, which gives it gives it an ability called dehydrating touch, which will do one uh, d six points of non lethal plus one for every two sorcerer levels it possesses. You'd think this one would be doing a pretty decent amount of d sixes, and I'll give you some of its feats pertaining to the sorcery stuff. It's got combat casting. It has a shoe materials, which all sorcerers have. It has silent spell, uh, so it can it can cast its spells without a verbal component if that comes into play. And you think it can cast up to like fourth level spells. Alright. I got one question left. Is there anything anybody around this table wants to know? I think you haven't asked special attacks yet. I haven't. One thing I would like to know, but I, maybe through context clues, I think it, it is. Um, if this is an evil creature, I can use Holy Smite on it, and it's a 20-foot radius, so I could get the whole cloud. But considering it's a devil fish, and it, had it has... fiendish. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing yeah, it's evil. It's not like a, you can figure a that fish. Out. <laughs> uh, I will say this is what's called a gutaki. It's a cool. variant of a devil fish. Hmm. Uh, it's an intelligent variant. And so because that check was so high, some cool stuff about them, they actually uh, normally live in super intense pressure of the depths of the Arcadian Ocean, and they wage war with aboliths. They're pretty much all worshippers of Dagon, and it's, which is why the check was a little higher, it's extremely rare to find them outside of the Arcadian Ocean. They're like a mutant variant of devilfish. So that's why this one happens to be a sorcerer. It's intelligent enough to have class levels. Wow. Okay. That is that is really fucking cool. I think yeah. One one of the last things was was special attacks. Griff, you mentioned that. Yeah. Seems like you might want to say that. Sure. So it's got combat reflexes. I'll mm-hmm. give you that. It has power attack. It's got that savage bite. Like I said before. Um, it's got a tentacle that can grab you on a successful hit, and that grab obviously transfers you to the mouth to be bit. It also has cleave, and that's about it. It's got a bonus to its CMB when it grapples you. Well, for as exciting as all of that was, I don't know that I have much that I actually want to do. I, I will give you this because your check was so high. You would think you could probably disperse this ink with a whirlpool ability from a summoned elemental. Anybody got some elementals to spare? Maybe, but it's not like I can do this. It's not my turn. And also, can I even hear you? That's a great point. Are we able to hear him? He's got water breathing, so technically he can talk underwater. Okay, just checking. 
I don't really know. I'm not willing to look up the perception rules for fucking underwater stuff, underwater combat's enough, so I'm just going to say that you guys can hear each other. Sound actually travels really well underwater, so if we don't can breathe... Don't at me. He's doing this whole thing as like with a whale call. He's like, hey, you summon yep. <laughs> I could see it. I bet Shaquille could do that. Oh, boy. I bet Shaquille does do that. Yeah. He can just vibrate at low frequencies. I, I it sounds like a foghorn. I fucking know what I want to do. <laughs> I could d- get a medium elemental on my turn. That would be dope. Standard action. Yes, I would call that out to you. We need that elemental. I I, I truly don't want to do anything. I know that that sucks, and that's just kind of a a bummer but there's there's not a whole lot that I can or, or would want to do you could total defense yeah I guess I could do that defense defense That's, you know what I'll, yeah total defense Shaq's putting up a D squad here sure <laughs> Freya Freya is not feeling great after that shot of electricity so she's gonna move uh, kind of around the side of the bell sure uh, to kind of get away from this cloud and she's also going to position herself so she's not like directly in line with everyone else uh, and she's going to be within 30 feet of everyone I, I think I can do with the varying elevations hey I forgot who else rolled a knowledge uh, arcana on this Me. do you have knowledge arcana I Emily? do have knowledge arcana I didn't ask what the subtype or the type was so I can't bane against it <laughs> Let's see if I can do it with my uh, plus four. Oh, no. That's a 12. No. no, no. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Your check was so high. It's, Thanks. Uh, it's, I appreciate that. It's got the aquatic subtype. It's a magical beast. As as soon as I like leaned back in my chair at the end of my turn, I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you got a 49. Yeah. Pretty much. You know this thing originates in the Arcadian Ocean. You know it's a fish. Freya channels positive energy. 14 points of healing. And that is her turn. It's the creature's turn. We established that Air Bear is actually five feet down from the submersible. So I believe I can, with Matumbe 20 feet down and with Eclipse five feet up, I believe I can line that. I don't know. What do we think? I can at least get two of you. So I'm going to move over here. So I'm going to move to the north. I I think all three. I mean, here's what I'll do. If I get if I get all three of you, I'm going to have to move out of the cloud. I think that's a fair compromise. For I'll take it. So uh, reflex saves, please. And you can roll twice and take the better. I will elect to use that on this roll. Yes. Shut up, Freya. Also, <laughs> you hear me. the gurgles. Use your <laughs> And I needed it. Yeah? I'm not using mine. Okay. 22. 22. All right. I got a dueling 16s that bump up to 24s. You're good. Well, I got a 1 and a 19, so. Ooh. You're all good. You're all taking a half. Boy, I'm looking forward to us damaging this creature. It'd be cool, right? Uh, you're all going to take 16 points of damage. That is the halved number. 
All right. Well, thanks, Freya, for negating that attack. Negate that heal. <laughs> that is the creature's turn, however, and it's Eclipse's turn. Eclipse, you can see it now. Is Michael back into the thing, so I have to do this? Oh, and sorry, I'm I'm diagonally down, so I'm I'm like level, if not even a lo- little bit lower than Matumbe, just because I had to arc that up diagonally. I really don't want to have to spend my turn doing this, but I think I have to. What I'm worried is going to happen is that he's just going to go back in. He or she, I guess. We haven't asked that yet. No, we didn't. That wasn't one of my five questions. <laughs> so... Damn it. I guess I'm summoning a medium water elemental. Okay, that's your standard action? Yep. Where are you putting it? Right on the edge, I guess, or right before the edge. I, 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 I need to understand. You say that a whirl, whirlwind... So water elementals have the whirlpool ability. A vortex. Yes, that vortex will clear it up. Okay, so I don't need to be in it, though, because it's a 10 to 30 feet. The water elemental essentially becomes that vortex. Gotcha. Okay, great. So that's what it's going to do. The vortex is always five feet wide at its base, but its depth and width at the top vary from creature to creature, minimum 10 feet deep. Vortex's width at its peak is always equal to half of its depth. The creature controls the exact depth, but it must be at least 10 feet deep. Your depth can be 10 feet to 30 feet deep, which means at its apex, it can be 5 feet to 15 feet wide because it's half of the depth. But how much of this do I clear? I mean, you can you can summon it, it can become a vortex, and it can move through this. Okay. So do I clear it all? Yes, you can clear the whole thing. In one turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Cool. So then I just have an ele- a water elemental sitting in the middle of where it used to have a little cloud. Yep. Are you doing anything for move action? I'll move 10 feet forward. All right, Air Bear, you're up. All right. Going to take full advantage of the uh, underwater haste and swim down and meet this thing. And probably occur an attack of opportunity. You will. But I don't think a 22 will hit you, so... Nope. You are good. All right. Swimming right up to it. 24. 24 misses. Next up is Matumbe. All right. Matumbe is going to bane aquatic creature, swim up to the aquatic creature. Oh, yeah. Freedom of movement. Never mind. Correct. And attack the aquatic creature. You're also going to incur an attack of opportunity. Yes, sir. Combat reflexes. Fun stuff. Uh, That's also going to miss. Okay, good news. Hmm, okay. That would go to a 24, which I know misses, meaning that I should probably throw some inspiration on here to bump it up. All right, 28. 28, roll me a D percentile. This thing looks like it's under the effects of blur. Oh, come on. Trash. 40. 40. You beat it. Sweet. It's just uh, just concealment. He's not easy to hit. He shouts back to the team. Okay. 26 points of damage. All right. Is that first blood? I think so. Next thing he orders Freya. Freya is going to stay where she's at right now. And she casts a spell... Kind of just behind the creature, 
And there's a burst of radiance. And I need it to make a reflex save. That's a 31. Uh, Yeah, that beats it. So it's dazzled (laughs) for two rounds. And it's going to take some damage. 12 points of damage. Okay, you moving along? So with the way the combat is lined up, if Freya actually moves around the side of the bell, is she kind of out of view from this creature? You'd have to kind of move above the bell. Moving around the side, if you're level with the bell, it can just see you. You know what uh, I mean? Okay. Uh, no, she's going to stay where she is right now, not to get too far away from her companions for potential healing. Okay. The creature didn't like being attacked like that. It's going to roll an acrobatics to try and not get attack of opportunity. Uh, it's going to fail. So you each get an attack of opportunity as it moves 20 feet into the south. Awesome. Critical threat. 27 to hit. Well, I still have Bane on because the round's not over. So 29. Roll concealment. I also have blind fight. 17 doesn't do it. Nope, 17 doesn't. Fuck. 60. 60 does do it. There you go. Are you going to roll to confirm that crit? I would. Will. Am. Nope. Okay. But you still do damage. 18. Uh, and that's with your challenge off? That's correct. Okay. All right. It moves that way and zaps the two of you. Reflex saves, please. From my two boys that are next to each other. Yep. Dirty 20. 24. Okay. You both succeed. You both take half damage. You each take 18 points of damage. Okay. Okay. That is the halved number, and it's Eclipse's turn. Okay, great. Well, I guess I will use my entire turn to move up to it and get attacked, or I can stay back and hope it comes to me. What about the air element? Yeah, that's very weak. (laughs) You could give the Lopper a point of influence, get freedom of movement, and move directly at it. Just a thought. Yeah, it's like the beginning of underwater stuff. (laughs) Freya has one more freedom of movement prepared but you would have to come over to her and then wait for her to be able to cast it all right so i will swift action give the lopper of point of influence and then swim to the creature okay so it is going to get an attack of opportunity at you yep uh that's a 24 that will miss okay nice all right and then i am going to Attack. Natural one. Oof. But you're right up in his business now. Yeah, hang on. The so is the this is fully dispersed? Yes, it's fully dispersed. I'm gonna say the water elemental has like a ninety foot swim speed, I'm pretty sure. It does, yeah. And so you summon it, it does the whirlpool, it zooms around. Uh it's pretty easy with the size of it to disperse that whole thing. Okay. I'm I guess going to slam because what else am I going to do? And I know this is a one per day ability. Do you want to move it to a flank or? Sure. Okay. And now I'll slam. It is going to get AOO'd. I mean, that kills it, I'm sure. Potentially. Cock die, but it landed on a natural 20. Uh, Only a 19. That'll hit. 
It's a summoned creature. <laughs> okay. We just had this with the sharks. <laughs> 20 points of damage. Oh, surprisingly still alive. And then it's going to grab. Nope. <laughs> Can it be grappled? Um. I know it's made of water. What so. is the shape of water? <laughs> it can. There you go. It doesn't That's say good. that it can't be. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head, so I'm going to. It doesn't say that it can't be grappled. Natural 19, it's grappled, gets pulled right into the creature, and the creature does the um, big mean bite. Okay. The savage bite. Okay. Damn, big homie just swallowed a whirlpool. (laughs) It was thirsty. Eight points of damage. Alive. Okay, uh, (laughs) I know it's immune to poison. (laughs) So it's not going to take that. It's grabbed. But otherwise, as long as it has a grapple condition, it can take an attack. Okay. Which flanking will cancel that out. Okay. Does an 18 hit? (laughs) An 18 does not hit. Air bear. Swim up. Attack. Get AOO'd. Or I guess swim up, get AOO'd, then attack. Uh, It's going to be a miss. Don't think it does it. 23. 23 doesn't. Unfortunately. Matumbe. But we have an entire alien biome to clear out down here after this. Yes. So I'm going to be careful with my banes. However, I am going to use a swift action to cast a spell called Inheritor's Smite, giving me a plus five to my attack against this creature after I pull the Brooks maneuver of moving up, getting AOO'd, and attacking it. <laughs> I'm glad I missed or air bear because I actually did the full grapple so I can't AOO you. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, because when you don't take a minus 20, you're not just grappling with one limb, Mm -hmm. you're grappling with your entire body, so I can't get you with Mm. my natural attacks. Awesome. All right, well, um, he can actually move into a decent enough position where I could flank with Eclipse through this creature. Let's see how I do. All right, I think I got it. I mean, I definitely have it. That's a uh, 27, then add five, then add two on top of that. Yeah, you do. You got it. All right. Here is a, a blur effect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm... 49. There we go. That, that'll that get it. Yeah, that'll get it. 15 points of damage. So I whack him with the book. Uh, and I totally goofed. I can AOO. It's just... I don't know why I was thinking that for a second. It's okay. You you can. But I'm grappled, so I have a penalty, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm. I wouldn't have the grappled condition mm-hmm. if I only used the tentacle. Yeah. Okay. 27. 27 gets him. 10 points of damage. I cannot grab you. Okay. So I still would have been able. Yes. All of that happens. Okay. You just take 10 damage. That's fine. And that's the end of the turn. Right. Yeah. Ray has noticed that there's been a little bit of trouble actually hitting this creature. She's going to move forward five feet and also go kind of down as well so that she's closer to at level with this creature. And then she radiates an aura of menace. Awesome. uh, So that minus two penalty to AC and attacks and saves. Okay. The creature is going to full withdraw, seeing that it is surrounded and it is a squishy caster. So it releases the elemental. Its first five feet gets it away from Matumbe and Air Bear. 
Eclipse and the Water Elemental still get a attack with the flanking bonus, uh, but it's going to move 80 feet towards the south. 16 from the Air Elemental, so that won't get... Nope. It's a Water Elemental, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. 32 from Eclipse, though. 32 would hit. Give me a concealment. This is all zeros is 100. That hits. Ooh. Yeah. As a free action, I'd like to finally release my spell that I've been holding. You cannot attack of opportunity with a spell. I'm not. Okay. This is as a free action on a hit with my melee weapon. Oh, your Brogasher. Huh? And this is a living creature. Mm-hmm. So, in addition to its normal effects, so let's start with normal effects. Not for long. <laughs> 32 points of damage and all of that is normal stuff. And then I discharge the spell and it will take bleed damage equal to half my caster level. So five bleed. And then at the start of the target's turn, when it takes bleed damage, it also takes a negative one penalty on attack rolls. When that penalty reaches negative three, then the target treats all, all of the other things around it as having concealment. And then when it reaches negative five, it's blinded. All right, so it's now 80 feet away from you guys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Clips, it's your turn. You no longer have freedom of movement. Yes, I'm going to swim towards it. Sure. I can swim 20 total feet. And then my air elemental is going water. to... Sorry, mm. water elemental is going to... Corn juice. Swim up to it. I guess. Well, no. Yeah, I, why not? It's going to swim up to it and try to attack, but... Sure. Natural 18 hits it. It dies. Cool. It was, it's was. it been living on one health for a while. <laughs> you could almost R. call R. it R. living on a pr- prayer. <laughs> a bear. If I swim all the way there, I think that would be uh, possibly quite deadly if it were to grapple. So, I guess... It, is this thing still like menacing or like is it just way out there and not coming back? You know, a lightning bolt has a longer range than this. Yeah, let's maybe not be lined up. Absolutely. Definitely was going to move. But like, you 10 know, as a squishy up. caster, it probably doesn't want to be in melee with four things that could all full attack it. Bear Bear swims 60 feet total and uh, about about 50 feet to the south putting him at level with the submersible and if you move 60 feet that way you're within 25 feet of the creature if you move up then you're moving further than your move speed so if you want to go diagonally up 60 feet you'd make it 40 feet or 45 feet across the ground Yep, that's why I said 60 feet total. Okay. So So if you're moving 60 and you're going diagonally up, you're moving 45 feet closer to it. So you're 35 feet horizontally away from it and 20 feet vertically away from it. All right. That was one move. Are you doing anything else? Because you have haste, right? So your 30-foot swim speed becomes 60 60. feet. Yeah, I'm going to get right up there. You get right right up to it? Yep. All right. Attack of opportunity. By yourself? All right, that's a uh, 28. Yep. 
At the speed in which Eclipse can swim, I'll see you in about 30 years. <laughs> 10 points of damage. It's going to try and grab you. Uh, it's not going to with a 19. So you're not grabbed, but you're up at it. It's double move. It's Matumbe's turn. All right. Matumbe has a direct line of sight on this creature. Mm-hmm. It's about 85 feet away. So I could get up in its face with freedom of movement, or I could hit it with a little searing light. I think that's what I'm going to try and do. Matumbe is going to open the book up underwater. The pages are floating around. It's fine. And a purple beam of light shoots out at this creature. It's a ranged touch attack. Let's see if I can hit it. Can you see it? Nope. <laughs> that's fair. I'm uh, sorry. No, that's, 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 that is very fair. That is, that is true. I guess I could run underwater, which... You know what direction it's in. I know what direction it is, so I will just plow ahead then and eventually get AOO'd before I get right up to it. Yes. Uh, The AOO is also a 28. Yeah, that gets it. 13 points of damage. Going to try and grab you. Natural 20. It does. That'll do. Pulls you right up next to it, and then it... Wait, you have freedom of movement. So oh, yeah. Can't oh, can't be grappled. Yes, that is correct. Yep. So Great catch, Emily. Mm-hmm. You were good. And you continue to run, presumably, right <laughs> up to it. Yeah, I just plow into the thing. This is <laughs> uh, the Dr. Viv fight all over again. Freya. Really stinks. I can't use my longbow underwater without taking incredible penalties. Just for get a thing. cyclonic bow. It's only a plus three enhancement. Only. <laughs> So cheap and affordable at this level. Frey's gonna. How bad does this creature look? He gave us menacing looks <laughs> from underneath the submersible. Hmm. He's bad. Bad boy. Frey's gonna take two movements and move 40 feet closer to the combat just so that she's closer to range uh, to potentially do some healing. So I believe I'm like. 20 feet away now? If it moves 60 feet? It moved 80. 80 feet? Okay, so she'd be another 40 feet away. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is its turn. It's going to take a five-foot step back. I need Matumbe to make a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, that'll be a 27. And I assume a 25 hits your touch. Sure does, yeah. You're fatigued oh, for gosh. nine minutes. With the save? Damn. Yeah, you would have been exhausted for nine minutes. That'd be much worse. Yeah. So, that's the creature's turn. Eclipse. Just chugging 20 feet. I think so. At this point, unless... Conserve your energy. Guess I'm just chugging up 20 feet. I'll still be... I'll finally... I'll be... I should be level with Freya, but Freya is a solid... 40 feet away. Well, she's more than that because she started. Yeah. You're 40 feet away. You should be 40 feet away. You've moved 40 feet towards a creature that moved 80 feet. Yep. Well, now it's 45. 45 feet. I apologize, (laughs) because it's totally going to matter. Air Bear, you're up. Five foot. Up. Full attack. Yep. Brooks, man. Come on with this. Does a 25 hit? Yes. Yay! I got one hit of the first three. Ouch. Uh... You potentially got one hit. You gotta roll me concealment, though. 18 doesn't, but my blind fight. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you do it? Thirty. Okay, you're fine. You got it. Wow. Yeah, if you miss a if you miss regular concealment with a blind fight, you just need to pack it up. Dude, that's that's not a thirty. That's a double o three. That's a three. The three. Pack it up. It's done. Yeah, that's that's a mess on percentiles. I've never (laughs) been my thing, (laughs) and that's why I got blind fight to begin with. (laughs) They're still not my thing. All right, I'd like to keep attacking. Sure, let's see. Doesn't feel very good, though. I mean, you should feel bad about that. All right, well, there's potential for a crit here. Okay. All right, 30. Yes, that hits. Okay. Would a... Oh, well, we know a 25 hits. Yes. All right. First one. Matumbe will... Roll me the concealments. Before or after the uh, conf- confirmation rolls, because I'd f- I'd throw a judicious force on the conceal or the uh, the confirmation. Sure, let's see if it actually hits first. Yeah, this one does. Okay, go ahead and judicious force it. Yep, may Phrasma guide your blade, my friend. What is the uh, bonus? Plus, Plus four. Twenty-four. Miss. Oh, so <laughs> close. You fucking <laughs> suck. Second one. 37. 37 hits. Well, uh, 37 It's on the concealment. Yes, that hits. <laughs> I know. I didn't think you rolled a 37 to hit. This won't do it either. That okay. Way. Two hits. 26. Points of damage. Points of damage. Across two hits? Yep. Okay. Good stuff. Matumbe. Did the creature take his Yes, five? it did. Okay. Just trying, you know, grasping at straws. Yeah, it's still up. I get that, but... Five points is five points. Uh, Matumbe will also take a little uh, five foot swim up to him. I I, I got a Bane Aquatic. Yeah, you do. I, I want to go home. All right, so his first attack. There we go. 27. Okay, roll me that concealment. Oh, this is. <laughs> to God. Least favorite part of what's going on here. 99. That's, that's the money. Okay, 20 points of damage. Teague's hurting me a little bit on these attack and damage rolls. All right, second swing. Uh, jeez. Nah, 20's not going to do it. You don't want to use your thing? What thing? Inspiration. You want to try for inspiration? Yeah, I should. It's possible. It is possible. Wait, can't you use your cap? What'd you get on that? I did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so it must actually, have been high with a 49. Actually, actually, I couldn't throw an inspiration on there because that's an immediate action. But with the cap, I could. And the cap, I rolled a six off of the inspo die, which is a hit. Yep. There you go. Yay. Thank yes, you, Griffin. That's good. All right. Did you roll your it. <laughs> so done with this. <sighs> 32 on the concealment. Okay, you got it. Okay, here we go. Another dirty 20 points of damage. Okay. Uh, With that, the creature starts to sink to the bottom. And I hope you don't have any corn juice left, because I need you to finish your drinks. We'll see you next week. I knew it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy.
Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.